from Lynchburg, Virginia. The GOAT Podcast. Listen up, kids, and welcome to the GOAT Podcast. As always, this is your host, Josh Smith, along with Jacob Bear. Jacob, say hello to the people. How's it going, guys? How's it going? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. And remember last episode we said, well, not the last episode, because last episode we dropped was an interview, I think, with Rachel. It was so very much kind, nice for others to join us. We said we were going to have a huge June. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that ain't happened. Yeah, uh, if, if y'all know us too well, then you know that this is probably the most inconsistent podcast you listen to. So, But still yeah. your favorite, because y'all still listen. <laughs> yeah hopefully hopefully, hopefully. So. at least we're up at least you listen we're just thankful that anyone listens to us at this point uh we yeah. have the best fans in the world because we don't even know when we're gonna drop so yeah exactly it's a surprise to everybody it's a surprise to everyone maybe we should just we're, change episode change our name to the surprise podcast yeah call it call it the donda podcast at this point yeah yeah really though <laughs> oh i just got that reference i was just going oh, along with it until i was just going along with it until i uh until i got it Oh man! Uh, yeah. Crap. Where do we want? To... Let's just start with college football. Okay. Um, Jacob, what what's going on? Man, I mean, well, you know, Texas I mean, we and Oklahoma know. is looking looking like they're going to go to the SEC in twenty twenty five, which feels like you know forever for... from now, but it's only four years from now, which is crazy to think about. But um, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that'll be exciting. It'll change the entire you know kind of landscape of the power five or formerly the power five, depending on what the big 12 ends up doing. But yeah, um, it'll be, it'll be exciting for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it real quick. So for those of you who've been living under a rock the past couple of weeks or week or so um, last week, probably around Wednesday or Thursday or so Texas and Oklahoma have a meeting saying that they want to join the sec and things move like super fast in college football. There's a report from released by Texas A&M reporters that uh, Texas and Oklahoma are going to leave the Big 12 and join the SEC. There were some reports that Texas A&M was kept out of the discussion. Uh, again, that's just a rumor. We don't really know if that's true or not. We, I don't think we really believe it to be true or anything like that. But long story short, Texas and Oklahoma, as of today, have officially made the bid to go to the SEC. Um, scheduled for 2025, like Jacob said, although I'm hearing little bit of whispers, it may happen as soon as next year. How? how how can they get out of that contract? I think they can buy. It's like a buyout because they said, from what I understand, I think Missouri or some other schools did the same thing where they said they were going to be in at this amount of time or this year, and they were in the next year. So I wouldn't be surprised if um, I personally just wouldn't be surprised if uh, they go in next year as um, they go in next year as the uh, as part of the SEC after this yeah. after this academic year. Yeah, I mean, it should be intriguing. I mean, obviously, like, you know, Texas and Texas and A&M rivalry is going to be fun to watch again. Oh, that's a great rivalry. Um, they hate each other. Yeah, so I, I think that I, it'll be neat. And I think, like, you know, obviously it's going to bring in a ton of money for the SEC. Because, you know, believe it or not, Texas is still one of the biggest college programs in the country as far as bringing in revenue, even though, right. you know, they haven't been the most successful in football since probably – what would you say, the Vince Young era? So, um, uh, I would say that's the last. Oh no, no, no! I would say the last great Texas era was the uh, Colt McCoy era when they lost to Bama and Colt oh, McCoy okay. broke yeah, his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. sorry. So I forgot, I forgot that's around two thousand. Like as soon as the Alabama dynasty rose, it kind of killed off that Florida that Florida run and that uh that Florida run and that Texas run and that USC run because after that, yeah. yeah, no one just really competed with Bama besides Clemson and a couple other schools here and there. 
Yeah. But um, and yeah. Oklahoma on the other end. That's, I mean, that's gonna be really fun. You Oklahoma's know? gonna be I, interesting. I think, like that's that's one that people are sleeping. Obviously, both are big top tier names, but like from you know a basketball perspective and a football perspective, like football, they've obviously had a ton of success right. um, with Lincoln Riley and um, the direction that they're headed towards. And you know, Oklahoma every once in a while gets kind of like a flash in the pan guy, like a Blake Griffin or a Trey Young or something like that. And oh, you're talking can, basketball, they, okay? Or or Buddy Healed, yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. um, you know, if, if that if Oklahoma can get another recruit like that and they're playing against, you know, uh, the Tennessee's of the world or Kentucky's, the Kentucky's of the world or Auburn, Florida, or, Florida, yeah, Florida or Alabama, uh, like, must bus in Arkansas too. Yeah. And, and Alabama as well. And I think like, uh, you know, that SEC basketball program is going to be, you know, pretty well and, and uh, a, a really good conference and Porter Moser, who was the uh, head coach of, uh, Loyola Chicago is now the wait. No, I'm tripping. Loyola Mary. Wait, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's Chris Beard. Chris Beard is the head coach of Texas. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. Wait, oh, yeah, Moser, Webb Shaka Smart. Uh, he's at Marquette. Is Porter Moser at Porter Moser's at Oklahoma, right? I, I, yeah, Jake, you're asking me about college basketball, Big 12 college basketball. On those that Bill South coaches Kansas and he runs the conference. Yeah, I caught myself. So I was I was correct. Porter Moser is going to the SEC, but he's on Oklahoma and Chris Beard's on Texas. I'm glad I didn't say that because, you know, the fans could be upset with me about that. But, yeah, it's not um, like we've ever gotten anything wrong in this podcast before, Jake. <laughs> we probably get something wrong every single time. So, oh, 100% sure about that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, I, I that's – I mean, we'll see what happens with the Big 12. Um, you know, it could turn into oh, I think a it might power die. four. Yeah, I think I, it might die. I don't want it to, but I think it might die. I want them to absorb things like uh, schools like Houston and SMU. But I think the Big 12 is pretty much – I think the writing's on the wall for the Big 12, which is a shame because I actually do like the Big 12. I love um, – I just love watching games with no defense, and the Big 12 provided that for me for yeah, a see, good stretch of my life. See, what I'm, what I'm thinking is is that – I mean, who knows the big, the big 12. I'm just having a hard time believing that like the big 12 would be gone before like a conference, like the American would. Cause like, don't you think that the big 12 would like pick out. You, you know, would think so, like but, who are they, but who's, who are they going to pick out? Are they going to pick out BYU or are they going to pick out. Um, no, they get like Colorado. UCF, they get Cincinnati, they get UCF. I don't, they think, don't, UCF, I don't think UCF goes to the big 12. But like, that's the thing is like the big 12 does they don't care about location. They don't. They don't. They just have to be Big Twelve. I I don't know. I mean, I think Cincinnati would be I, a great pick. Um, I thought. See, I I mean, yeah, they would be. I wouldn't. I don't hate Cincinnati to the Big Twelve at all, by any means. Yeah. I just think you might have like, especially if Kansas goes for basketball. I yeah. think that um. I think they would be tough to keep the Big Twelve intact. So the key right now, I never thought I'd say this, but the key right now for the Big Twelve is Kansas. It seems like for the basketball. Because if they go to the Big Ten like projected, then Iowa State's going to go to the Big Ten. Um, well, where does Baylor fall? I mean, they're they're the defending national Baylor, champions. Baylor, TCU, and Texas Tech are all like the weird like outliers. Because I think you can bring back the old Southwest Conference and do uh, SMU, Baylor, TC, uh, Texas Tech, and TCU, and bring in like some other schools, may, uh, some other schools like uh, a Houston, maybe. Yeah. Or a uh, Oklahoma State, if they want to stay in that region, if they want to go to the Pac-12, or maybe even a Colorado, if they want to get out the Pac-12. Not saying they do. I'm just speculating right here. Yeah. No. Uh, see, if I'm if I'm Baylor, I mean, I I think, you know, 
personally the the schools that you brought up and and Texas Tech as well, but Baylor if, more specifically, I would try to make a dash at the Pac-12. I don't think I mean, I think you try to stick together. I think schools like Baylor and all that stuff could get screwed because you don't really see a whole lot of private schools in the Pac-12. In fact, I can't think of one private school in the Pac-12. Can you? Yeah. yeah. I, and, I, I, and Baylor, TCU, and SMU, and uh, all private schools and such, you know? I think Kansas State also gets hung out to dry, too, because what happens to Kansas State? Do you really want them in the Pac-12? Like, are you really going to get up for a Kansas State-Utah matchup? I see Kansas State fitting in the Big Ten, personally. I see that, too, just because if Kansas goes to the Big Ten, I see Kansas State going to the Big Ten as well. Yeah, which is, I mean, I think that's to the, you know, uh, utter disgust by Kansas fans because I don't, I don't think Kansas, uh, I don't know, it, it, it feels like they just drag Kansas State around wherever they go, and uh, I don't, I, I don't think, know, I'm not sure. I think that's a good rivalry though, especially for uh, basketball. Yeah, yeah, it's just I don't know. Like I, I, Kansas State's always going to be the little brother to Kansas, in my opinion. You think that um, I, I don't think so because I think they kind of cancel each other out. As far as basketball goes, yeah, sure, maybe. But, like, I mean, Kansas State and football is a way better program than Kansas in football. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think – I don't know. I mean, you and I have differing opinions on how we look at conferences, I guess, because I think – I look a lot more of it as the college basketball's perspective, and I look – and I think you look a lot more in college football. I think it, it depends college on football. what conference, but – I think of it as a college football perspective. And I mean, you know I love college basketball, so you know I'm not knocking college basketball at all. Right. I just see major conferences as a college football situation. Like, when you think of Liberty, you don't really think of them as, like, a A-Sun powerhouse, even though we won literally everything in A-Sun. You think yeah. Liberty as, like, an independent in football, and they just like to compete in the A-Sun for everything else except the Big East, which we do in field hockey, which is actually really good. Shout out to our field hockey team. You do not talk about them enough. <laughs> you would you would be more informed than I would. I literally know nothing hockey. about field hockey except the sport's kind of dope. And our good uh, old friend Lindsey Pratt is uh, was an alum of uh, field hockey. So, you know, yep. shout out to Lindsey Pratt and shout out to field hockey. Yeah. And also Coach Nagel for – no, is Coach Nagel uh, – is Coach Nagel lacrosse or is she field hockey? I think she's lacrosse. Never mind. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, conference realignment goes, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes up. I mean, you know, if, if Notre Dame ends up picking a conference now based off of just being concerned of, you know. I don't think they will. I don't know. I, I, I think I think anything could happen at this point. I don't think anyone thought that Texas and Oklahoma would leave the Big 12. So I, I think, like. It doesn't surprise know, me, though. Like, it I did at that time, but the more I think about it, the more money. They were the two flagships of the Big 12. Um, you also got to factor in, um, I heard a theory that uh, ESPN is kind of orchestrating this whole thing to get rid of the Longhorn Network and have Texas and Oklahoma be absolved by uh, uh, the SEC, which ESPN now has the rights to instead of CBS. It's it's big big right now. Yeah, but the Longhorn Network still it's has failing. a partnership. Well, but it has a partnership with ESPN as well. That's true, and, but they can they can get rid of they can scrap that, eat their losses with that, and just gain all the money from like having Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, LSU, Florida, Georgia, and all those guys play on the ESPN networks. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll and see, the Texas A and M. Yeah, we'll, we'll, somehow we'll see what happens. We'll see. I think I think this is a good move for those schools, even though it's a little odd. Um, I think it was getting hard to recruit in the Big 12. I mean, do you really want to go see, like, your sons play Kansas State at 11, 11 a.m. kickoff on the Fox Big Noon Saturday? 
Um, or do you want to see them play like LSU, Alabama, Arkansas, um, freaking I don't know, Texas yeah. A&M? Yeah, but that's the thing is that like, I mean, yes, the competition is going to get better in the SEC, right? Uh, but are you going to be able to? Uh, like uh, uh, Oklahoma, I think is going to be able to stand alone. But if you're Texas, uh, I don't think it's about winning anymore. I think it's just about money and revenue. Because yeah. you're not, you're not like Texas will not ever be back now. Like not to what they were, not to a national championship contender. So it's Nick Saban's head coach at least. But like, I don't know. They could be middle of the pack in SEC West or however they decide to divide it up. Like, I mean. Again, I don't know. It depends on what they have in Sarkeesian as a coach. Um, I think Oklahoma should be worried, though. So, yeah, I, you and I are the opposite when it comes to that. But... I think. I mean, I think Oklahoma's competing. I mean, well, then we go to 12. We go to 12 uh, teams, so maybe not as worried as, mu- worried as much. But Oklahoma, I mean, yes, they're a great team. They're, they are a really good team. They have some uh, great quarterback history. Lincoln Riley is a great coach. However, they're not getting much of a cakewalk schedule anymore, especially if they go to SEC West. Do you think they have the chance to compete in with teams like LSU, Alabama, Texas A&M, like night in and night out, like every week? Like, no, I, mean, I, don't yeah, think, you... I don't think either team – I don't think either team can. That's my point. Is that, like, I, I think, like, yes, from a recruiting perspective, like, it's going to be helpful. But the next, like, two or three – like, you know, whenever they start, those, those two or three years after, unless they're really just going to – you know, pitch heavily, like, look, we're going to the S, which they might be doing already for football recruiting. Right. But, you know, this has been the worst like, six look, months. Yeah. Like, look, we're going to the SEC. Like, you know, the deal is practically done. We want you here. Like, that's the only way that I can see it happening where, like, they go on a big recruiting surge and they start pulling guys who were going to play at LSU or that we're going to play at Alabama or we're going to play at Shoot. Auburn or something like that. Yeah. Like, that's the only way that I could see it happening, but you know, I don't know because Texas has a hard time getting Texas players. Uh, the top quarterbacks in Texas were who were even committed to Texas have left the state for places like Ohio State, Alabama, and other places. So Texas have a hard time getting their recruits. Maybe this is a way for them to get their recruits back. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know who's to say? But I mean, we're looking forward to it. Uh, I you know change is change is good, and I think. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's negative. I, I, I think it, I think it'll end up being, uh, you know, a, a TV ratings uh, roller coaster when it comes to, um, you know, watching home and home games against you know Chris Beard and against Coach Hat, uh, and mm-hmm. you know you have, um, you know, a lot of these other opponents just, you know. It, it'll be neat, and especially, I mean, you know, Baylor could go to the SEC too. Who knows? Who knows that that goes too? Like, if you have, if you have Baylor, like from a basketball perspective, if you have Scott Drew, Chris Beard, mm-hmm. Coach Cal, uh, Eric Musselman, Porter Moser, like all in the same conference, like, I mean, you're competing with the ACC and Big Ten at that point, which mm-hmm. is like huge. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see for sure, but it's definitely an exciting time in college athletics, and I think we're going to get a huge realignment. I do think West Virginia goes to the ACC, and I think that ignites a lot of rivalries that they already have, such as um, – It's uh, really Pitt. just tech, though. It's tech and Pitt. Yeah, but those are two huge rivalries that don't get talked about that much. Yeah, I I mean, the Pitt one for sure. I just think like, – I think the Virginia Tech one is underrated because those schools hate each other apparently. Like, yeah. hate each other. 
Yeah. I think they play each other this year. I guess it's an enough of a rivalry compared to like a school like I don't know. I feel like Boston College gets thrown under the bus often, but like I feel like there's not that crazy of a rivalry within conference opponent. Maybe Syracuse with Boston College, but like there. I don't even know. Like Boston dramatic. College's biggest rival. I mean, Boston's Boston College is a weird place because they're not really a football school. They're not really a uh, basketball school. They're more of a hockey school, and they play in Hockey East. Um, but with Boston College, I think you have a Miami rivalry back to the old days with you know with the. Uh, um, uh, Doug Flutie and all that crew. Yeah, but is that like even? Not I don't even really. Think it's like real anymore. I mean, what about Notre Dame? They play Notre Dame every year. They have a rivalry with them. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's true. That's so true. again, and like Boston College isn't really like you know a powerhouse in football for ACC. Like people don't really think Boston College and the ACC they're just kind of there. Like people actually yeah. just crap on them a lot for their performance in basketball. I mean, I like Boston College Jesuit school and such. You know. And uh, great hockey talent, great hockey school, but they're not really like a. They're kind of an afterthought in the ACC, honestly. Um, ACC. So that's my. Con- I mean, that's my up? concern with that's my concern with West Virginia. I don't think they'll be afterthought because I think they have enough football revenue to where they will make it more um, respectable. It's kind of like Virginia Tech, like a school that's pretty good at football, kind of really good years, middle of the road, and everything else. I mean, Huggins is a great. I mean, people like Huggins. I'm not gonna say he's a great coach, but yeah. A lot of people like Bob Huggins as on the basketball end, and they can make things interesting. And West Virginia is a decent name for the ACC. I don't think they're a slouch at all. I think yeah. they, I think they draw more eyes than say, um, like a Wake Forest or like, shoot, probably even an NC State in some ways. And no disrespect to NC State, we know our boy Mike works there, but like West Virginia just has a popularity in that Appalachian region, and plus that West Virginia Louisville Appalachian rivalry can kind of become a thing too. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm with you on the NC State one. <laughs> and and with with Wake and NC State, it's it's different because those are their original ACC programs. I agree so with like, you. I think I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that, but like, yes, they have history. But like, what? Hmm, maybe not so much NC State, but like, actually, no. That's like, I'm not again. Not speaking NC State. I really do like NC State. I like the people that work there. I think they're great people. Not just Mike, just other people I met there. But when you think about ACC school and we think of like a prime ACC matchup, other than well, NC State has good football, so maybe not as much as um. Well, that yeah, and it's in the the, the thing is is it's, it's in, in the research triangle. So like you have you have Raleigh, you have Durham, you have Chapel Hill, and then yeah, it's in a little bit away road. you have yeah. I mean, you have Winston Salem, you know, a little bit farther away. Wake Forest is really forgot about. I'm not gonna lie, I forget Wake Forest exists. <laughs> Oh okay. my gosh. And Clemson's but, only good at football. Okay, but let's talk about like I don't know. Cle- I know Clemson made the tournament. I know, I know. Did they? Yes. I forgot. I legit <laughs> forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Like You're legit, I forgot. Good. I also I don't know, man. I just don't care about Cle- I don't care for Clemson. Um I know I've been a ACC fan for the first 14 years of my life and like watching the conference. Um I just I just know that ACC has this clear favors when it comes to different things. No one's going to touch the Carolina schools. That's where ACC is located. That's where all the money is. Good for them. Um, when it comes to football, you think of a couple schools. You think of Virginia Tech occasionally. You think of, um, like I said, Virginia Tech occasionally. Uh, uh, Clemson for football. Uh, Miami, every blue moon for football when they want to be back, whenever that is. And Florida State used to think about them for football as a powerhouse. ACC shifted as far as like a football conference goes because Florida State is they are literally a one to two team like 
race for the ACC in football. That's Clemson and whoever else comes from the ACC and makes a decent, like, Orange Bowl bid. Um, yeah, it's just – it's just a – it's a decent conference, but there's just you know, like it's like it's not as balanced as you would like it. You know, I just I just don't know if West Virginia is the school that's going to be like, oh, okay, they're going to complete, they're going to keep compete for Clemson for an ACC championship. I don't know about that either. I just think that's the best fit for them as a conference. Yeah, if they were to leave the Big Twelve, yeah, I mean, I I get I, that. I, I it's think just, I, yeah, it's whether yeah. it's I think it's more of whether or not the ACC will accept them. I think they will. I think they will for sure, actually. Just yeah. because of, like, the football. It's just a different stream of revenue and money in football and such. I yeah. think they will, honestly. Um, you mean you're not going to, like, you're not going to sit down and watch, a, like, a Thursday night, like, Virginia Tech-West Virginia game in Blacksburg? No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, uh, the ACC is extremely particular about, uh, particular about who they add. Like, I, 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 you know, all these other schools have – done a lot more changes and realignments than the ACC has. Um, ACC kind of kicked it off with the whole Syracuse and Pitt thing, though. Well, yeah, I mean, when the Big East folded, I, you know, the ACC was able to kind of take care of a lot but of the, that. But they were the ones to start the Big East folding, though. Yeah, but, I mean, you think think about, like, the Pac-12, where, where they turned into, you know, what they turned into. And then they had, you know, like, the Mountain West Conference kind of just built out of its own out of that. And you know, the Big Ten has changed and the Big 12 has changed. And it, it's just. Big 12 didn't change that much. Big 12 just lost talent, which kind of stinks for them. I mean, they added West Virginia, but they kind of lost a whole lot of talent. Um, I, right. will say, I will say that, like, I mean, I think the minimal change. I mean, I don't know. The only thing going against West Virginia and the ACC, which I did not think we would spend this time to talk about West Virginia University, <laughs> um, is the academics. Uh, ACC does pride themselves on decent academics as far as school goes. And. I mean, we know West Virginia isn't the hardest school to get into. And again, no shot at West Virginia. I think they are, have a decent athletic program. Their fans are passionate. But they're known, they're not known for the academics as much as you would hear other stuff. Granted, yeah. I have friends who graduated from there are going there. I think they're really smart people and such. So um, I just don't know. Yeah, it's it's more of it's more of the style to me. Like that that's the thing, is that like I just don't like when I when I think ACC, I don't think West Virginia. Like I mean, I, there are there are a lot of other schools that I think that like if you realign conferences, like I mean Florida, for example, which I will never leave the SEC, but Florida seems yeah. more of a bigger fit than the ACC. Like uh, not not than the SEC, but a better fit for the ACC than West Virginia would be. Is my I, point. I don't know. I I don't know. I think you have a lot. I don't know. I think West Virginia is better. Like is a more ACC fit than Florida. I don't think, like, I've always said this, like, why doesn't Clemson just go to the SEC or Florida State go to the SEC? They seem like SEC schools. Um, so what are you going to do with Miami, though? You're just going to have Miami in the ACC, and then, like, they're just – I mean, no, I'm not like saying on their that. own island. I'm not saying that right now. I'm just saying in general. I mean, Miami's probably was a SEC school back when they were good, you know. Or Miami could have been a good independent. You never know. Um, you know, it's just kind of a crazy. And, like, it's a wild time. And, like, who knows what's going to happen. We could be t- recording the next show, and then, like, you know – Nebraska is, I don't know, in Mountain West or something crazy like that. that. Or, or, there's no conferences ever again. That's that might or be the, or the NCAA or the NCAA folds or something crazy yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? So but, yeah. We talked a lot about college athletics. Do you want to move on to other stuff? <laughs> bro, let's talk hockey, bro. I mean, not Obi. much. Oh wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Got let's, talk Obi. let's talk Obi. Uh yeah, Obi has a deal. I think it's five years, forty seven point five million, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, free agency and trades have been going wild. Uh, just off the top of my head, Seth Jones, Columbus Blue Jacket defenseman, was traded to the Blackhawks. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, former Penguins goalie, three-time Stanley Cup champion, and the Vezina winning uh, trophy for this year, for the best goalie in the league. Traded from Vegas to the uh, to the Chicago Blackhawks, so Chicago making some big trades. Um, the Seattle Kraken are officially a franchise and have players, so that's cool. Uh, Hextall is the coach, former Philly head coach. I think it's Dave Hextall or Ron Hextall, one of the Hextalls or something like that is the coach. Um, what else am I missing? Hold on. Uh, Keith Yandel signs a, a one-year, nine-hundred-something-thousand-dollar deal with the uh, Flyers. Uh, I feel like some other crazy trades are happening. Am I missing something off the top of my head? Um, uh, we had the NHL draft. Michigan is really good at hockey as a program. And four of the first five draft picks this past year uh, were from the school, University of Michigan. Uh, Montreal Canadiens have had a draft controversy that we don't really need to get into, but they drafted a guy who wanted to be pulled out of a draft due to some uh, not great activities that he was involved with the female. Um, what else? Uh, any other trades happening that I'm missing right now off the top of my head? It's been crazy. Free agency hit starts tomorrow, and I expect a gong show. It's been a crazy off season, and I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. I don't think I can right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's hockey. Oh, uh, ESPN is officially carrying hockey, so that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that a couple, like about a month or so ago. Yeah, that's, that's it's, it's just official. They started airing some stuff, so that's cool. Um, free agency starts tomorrow, so if you want to see my thoughts, just follow me on Twitter. We can, uh, I'll retweet stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, just keep us. Keep me updated. Keep keep the show. Yeah, updated. I'll keep you guys updated. I'll keep. Oh, Caps traded Brendan Dillon for some picks for a salary dump, which is dope because we needed that. As much as I love Brendan Dillon, I think he needed. Uh, I mean, change the scenery and just we couldn't pay him. Um, and yeah, you know that's kind of hockey right now. You want to talk about NBA real quick? Oh, uh, we have a final. Oh wait, no, I'm wrong. We forgot about the whole Stanley Cup. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning won a Stanley Cup in uh, six games. No, five games versus the Montreal Canadiens. Um, so lightning went back to back. There's a great interview with John Cooper, the head coach on spit and chicklets the past, like a couple weeks ago, kind of goes over his career. He started out as a lawyer at my age and then he ended up coaching like at all the levels. He's one at every level. Great interview. Great coach. Um, yeah. Lightning Stanley cup champions back to back Tom Brady, whatever city he lives in just apparently wins championships. (laughs) So that's a weird kind of thing that's been going around the internet. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I don't know. Oh, a uh, guy played on a broken leg, Killorn. I think he played on a broken leg with a rod in his leg. So that was interesting. Hockey guy Jeez. right there. Um, one guy, I think Petrie, had his fingers dislocated during a game. Passed out. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, he had his fingers dislocated during the game. Reset. Passed out righty reset. And his blood vessels in his eyes popped. And he still finished the game. So hockey guys are tough. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, so congrats to uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning the Stanley Cup. Um, just an all-around great team. Uh, Montreal has some young pieces, just not enough firepower to win it. So, yeah, Tampa Bay Lightning are your uh, Stanley Cup champions. And that's not the only championship we had crowned since last episode. Jacob, the NBA Finals. Yeah, man. Giannis got his ring, which is exciting. And, and Mamadi Diakite is an NBA champion, which is exciting on my end. So, uh, yeah, the Bucks won in six. Bucks in six. Bucks in um, six. That that was exciting to see, and you know, no matter you know what team you were pulling for, I think like you know, unless you're a, a Bucks fan or or a Suns fan, you know, for the majority of the rest of America, they were fine with either opponent winning. Right. Um, 
which was which was neat to see. I don't I don't know the last time that we experienced something like that. So um, that yeah, I mean it was it was a good series, and uh, Milwaukee uh, is a huge basketball fan base and uh, needs to have needs to be respected as such. So uh, even though it's a it's a small market um, franchise, it's there's still a ton of pull, um, and you know a lot of it is because of the uh, foundation that they built in Milwaukee with Chris Middleton and Giannis uh, and the pieces that they've added around like PJ Tucker and right. uh, Bobby Portis. So um, yeah, I mean, it'll be exciting to see what Milwaukee does next year. Um, you know, if, if they can repeat repeat or not, but um, I think the West is going to be a lot more difficult than the East. So maybe the bucks can do it again, but I mean, once I everybody's... Know, man. once the healthy Nets team gets back, I think it's a, uh... It's theirs to lose next year. Yeah, I mean, you you know, we'll see. We'll see we'll what see. happens. I mean, that's the great thing about the NBA is that you know you never know what's going to happen. Um, it's not as predictable as everybody likes to think it is. Uh, NBA draft is on Friday, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, or it might be the third. It might be Thursday. What, I think it's Thursday. It? Yeah, 29th. Yeah, Thursday. Um, okay. K- uh, Cade Cunningham is definitely going number one, um, and then. Uh, you know, we'll see where Evan Mobley and ends up and Jalen Suggs and, um, you know, a lot of those, those top guys that we saw in the NCAA tournament and through the regular season, even though it was a crazy regular season, uh, um, it'll be, it'll be neat to see, um, Trey Murphy, for example, you know, going back to a little bit more of my bias is making, uh, a big push close to a lottery pick somewhere in the middle of the first round, um, Mm -hmm last projection I saw was to Washington. So that would be like, I mean, that would be huge for me on a personal right. standpoint. Right. <laughs> but For Jacob uh, personally, it'll be huge to have his UVA guys in DC. Exactly. That's all I need. Maybe but, you can go um, catch a couple games sometime. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it'll, it'll be cool. Uh, you know, Oklahoma city has, uh, let's see, one, two, three, three first round picks. Nice. This, this, <laughs> this draft uh which will be huge and houston has three so um yeah i i you know a lot of uh young talent that could really turn a franchise around so uh that'll be exciting but yeah that's that's my nba talk okay and yeah congrats to the bucks and Giannis on winning the nba finals um shout out to uh the Suns uh for making a run Suns the poor guy i'm sorry it didn't happen i was pulling for it to happen for you buddy but uh hey we'll always have Suns and four right also, Suns, great uniforms. Those Valley uniforms, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, those are the best. Those are the uh, best in basketball for sure. Right. Um, other than that, I don't really have much to say on the NBA. Um, yeah, congrats to Giannis. Congrats to the Bucks. Uh, NFL, is Aaron Rodgers done with the Packers after this year? Probably. Yeah. We'll uh, see what happens with that. I mean, yeah. like, you know, he, he showed up to training camp. What was it, today? So, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, that'll be – That'll be interesting to see the tension between the two uh, going into this last season. We might get a kind of like a la- the last dance kind of style. Uh, but he's know, not going to retire. He's just going to go get traded somewhere or go somewhere else or sign somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, he'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, NFL's taken care of, I think. Anything else going on in the NFL? I don't even want to touch the COVID stuff because that's just, that's just a mess. Yeah. No, I – you know, nothing going on with the NFL right now. The Olympics. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot about that. 
Um, yeah, these limits. When are these games coming on? <laughs> Your that's guess a, is no, as good as mine. That's bro. a. I feel like that's a fair question because, like, okay, in the morning, maybe you know, like morning. No, it's a replay. Okay, maybe at night. I mean, sometimes, but not really. Oh, okay. 3 a.m.? Am I supposed to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch the women's soccer team, apparently? i got to wake up at 1 a.m. to watch women's soccer. And they haven't won a game yet. They, I mean, they are moving on, thank God. And that's not a knock on them. But how am I supposed to watch and grow the game if I have to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch them play? Um, so, you know, that sucks. Uh, our basketball team, speaking of sucks, speaking of sucks, our basketball team, trash. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with basketball. They're, I mean, like, like they I, got too many, they got too many scores. Not enough, like actual, like guard, like position players. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too is that, like, I think the adjustment from NBA rules to FIBA rules has really. Uh... Yeah, because FIBA they actually play basketball. NBA is kind of soft. <laughs> it's actually it's like it's actually embarrassing that we can't win a game. It's just well, internationally, like I mean, these countries have gotten a lot better. I, and I, I think like I know, but like you mean to tell me that KD and like can't like can't just dominate a whole like foreign country himself? Uh, I mean, it's got to take a team. That's the thing is that it's got to. And they're not playing like a team. Team effort. They're not playing like a team at all. Yeah, I don't I, know. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I think that. I mean, you know, who knows? They might be able to turn it around, but uh, it is definitely an interesting Olympics. It's hard to watch. Uh, Physically, not even just like when the you're watching it, it's hard to watch. It's no, just, it's just like physically, it's really hard. It's like we don't know when these events are. Yeah, like based off of NBC and Peacock and all this other stuff, it's just I it's hard. Have... It's hard to navigate. So right, I, I mean, um, swimming. I think we're doing well. Like I think we're winning some stuff. And so let me shout out Katie Ledecky from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's cool and all. But I legit don't know when anything's going on. I just know USA is up top for now. Um. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on. As far as I'm concerned, the Olympics, we're just going to win, hopefully. Um, Simone Biles is out or pulled herself out or took a day off. I don't know what's up with Simone Biles. I just hope she's okay. I know she said she's physically fine and mentally drained. I understand that. Also, NBC and all the media in America, we get that Simone Biles is the greatest gymnast ever. You don't have to remind us that she's the greatest like gymnast ever Like every time you say her name. like We, we know. It's not like you have to refer to like Peyton Manning. Oh yeah, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Every time you say Peyton Manning, it's like oh yeah, Peyton Manning or like Patrick Mahomes, best young talent, mm-hmm. or Lamar Jackson, like really good MVP quarterback. Like you don't have to like like let her breathe, like let her chill. Like she is going to like do great stuff. Like also, it's BS that the judges also grade Simone Biles on a different scale than everyone else because she's so much better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like that's dumb. Um, what else is bugging me about the Olympics? Um. I see. I don't know when t- anything starts. I don't know who's really winning or who's playing in anything. I don't know what events are which. Um, I don't know any other bones you want to pick about the Olympics. I mean, I don't. I don't have a bone to pick with it. I, it's just like you know, it's. I don't know if it's NBC's coverage or if it's just the the lack of you know fan engagement. Uh, no, or, I know or what it is. They... You guys kicked out the best athlete for the thing just for smoking some weed. I mean that could be that could be a play into it for sure. Like, I think you know like, how much awesome it would have been to see her dust everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously there's no guarantees, but I think like, uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, there are a lot of places. Uh, there's a lot of pieces that go into it. I mean, the fact that it's in 
Japan is, is just based off of it's it's difficult to watch here in the US, which you know is fine. Yeah. You're gonna 18, you're gonna have yeah. to do that anyway. Eighteen hour but, time difference, I know. That's not yeah. Like, you know, people were able to sit and watch the Beijing Olympics and that viewership was crazy. So like I, I mean think, we also had Michael Phelps literally dominating everyone and like LeBron and Kobe and all those guys just But they but yeah, but they weren't paying attention before you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't paying attention before the games. Like or like after like the awards were already presented, like they were paying attention like, like before all of that. So I mean, like I, I get like you know you have you have the names and faces, but you still have the names and faces in here, and it's just like the ta- I don't know if it's just NBC's bad projection of it based off of wanting everything on their streaming platform, or I don't know, man. But it's 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 rough. It's rough right now, and I I think it's also because you know limited attendance or limited fan attendance or no fan attendance like that's always difficult too and you know i get it like you know you're right. gonna be smart and uh you know i i think like it's definitely the smart decision to do that but right um i don't know it, I, i'm it's just hard, saying it's hard to pay attention for the olympics i'm just saying these athletes deserve better because they work their butts off had to go through COVID, all these things and they deserve like you know a great chance for people to watch with, they just deserve better i think and I don't think we're doing the best of job sharing their stories and like broadcasting them in like an Olympic light. Like, can you think of one like Olympian right now that's been like a national hero so far? Uh, yeah, no, it's granted it's, it's been on. like granted it's been really early. We're, we're four days in. We are literally four days into a two week tournament, and we're already I'm already complaining and like storming the gates of the Olympics. Apparently, so <laughs> now I but, do like the Olympics. I just wish things were better. Yeah, I mean, I you know. I don't know. I oh, all right from so, from a media from a media perspective, yeah. I mean, like I, I would I would say that uh, NBC is not portraying it as the best as that they could, but uh, I don't know what I would do to uh, strengthen it. Other than I mean, you know, I mean they they could very well be doing this now, and I'm just not paying attention. But you know, Turner Turner Broadcasting does a spectacular job during the NCAA tournament, making sure that every cable station that they own is playing a basketball game right um and you know yes do they have uh every game that you want to watch online yeah of course they do but you know it's not like you only have to exclusively watch on that streaming platform like i have peacock and i'm still having a hard time trying to figure out every event and if it's live and if it's not um and i think like um if it's just labeled a little bit better for you know the common american to try to figure out okay when mm-hmm. is usa basketball playing instead of like three on three against hungary and ukraine right. um i think it'll become better but i think we're in too deep i think it's going to be like this for the next two weeks so i mean i don't know apparently surfing's on right now but it's not even on right now like it's like surfing's on but it's not live that's right. throwing me off. Also, yeah, well, that's all right. that's half the Olympics anyway. Like, I, I mean, know, it's all I know, half I know. of it's pre-recorded, so um, I know, I know, I, I get that. All right, so I'm gonna say something nice about the Olympics. Those skateboarding outfits, absolutely yeah. fire. Yeah, absolutely fire. fire. Like, absolutely fire. Like, a hundred percent fire. <laughs> like, I cannot stress this enough. They were fire. Yeah, you got to get a shirt then, man. Bro, I gotta get the whole fit. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? I gotta get the whole fit. Also, yeah. shout out to the Olympic Committee for adding lacrosse from the next Olympics. Uh, very excited to see that. What? Really? Yeah, lacrosse is gonna be an Olympic sport. 
Is this like official? Yeah. Are there other countries that play? Lacrosse? Yeah, yeah, like you know, America, Canada, the Iroquois Nation, Israel, France, I think, Puerto Rico. Yeah, the other nations play lacrosse. That's crazy. No, that's I mean that's news to me. Yeah. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It is exciting. Um, yeah, no, anything else we want to talk about? Man, I, I'm glad that we're back. We're doing podcasts. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so, sorry for the wait, but. Yeah, uh, sorry for the wait part 558. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're, we're back at it again. And, I, you know, next podcast, I'm sure we'll give an Olympic update. Hopefully, uh, you know, our thoughts and feelings towards the Olympics are going to strengthen. I'm sure they um, will. I'm sure they but, will. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, we're in for a fun summer and right. know, there, there aren't a lot of sports going on other than uh, baseball and then obviously the Olympics going on right now. But, um, you know, throughout this summer, I think we're going to find interesting things to talk about. A lot of it's probably going to be college football prep. Yeah, I mean, uh, shoot, we're about to get into football season. We're like four weeks away from – we're like a lot of – we're a couple weeks away from football season. Yeah. I think we're so, 40 days away till kickoff uh, uh, for uh, football, college football. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, Josh and I are going to be very excited about you know Liberty football, and uh, oh yeah, it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, it should be a really good time. I think that uh, yeah, we're going to be um, we're going to be good. We're going to be really good. It's going to be a great time. So it's going to be a really great time. We've got a exciting fall coming out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get everything situated on our end, and we can let you guys know about what's going on with everything. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Um. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know. Just chilling. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just chilling. All right. I think we're good. So I thank you guys for listening. We'll have another interview sometime next uh, next uh, time. I guess we record. We can bag some interviews. I know some people are drawing interest and such. So, uh, yeah, if there's anybody you guys want to see interview, let us know in the GOAT podcast. Like, we'll love to uh, we'll love to get people back on and talk about different things. Oh, wait. Gold Cup. Gold Cup. Uh, yeah, USA is in the Gold Cup. Knockout stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. That'll be exciting, and you know USA soccer's getting back. It's getting back. Hopefully, so. hopefully, hopefully, hopefully getting back. But yeah, um, yeah, like we said, thank you guys for listening, and we hope you guys have a great, uh, great time. See you guys next time. All right, see you guys. See you.